Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. How's everybody? You good? Everybody feeling good? All right, awesome. Um, I want to, uh, let's do this. Uh, Let's welcome everybody who's listening right now who's not in the room, but they're listening right now. Give them a huge hand clap and scream. There's like 300 people that are cheering for you right now. You just don't see them. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's jump in here. Uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 11. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, 10 men with leprosy stood at a distance crying out, And the reason that they had to stay at a distance was because people who were lepers um, were not allowed to be uh, in any kind of regular contact with anybody else. Um, I mean, it was quarantine like you have never understood it. Crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, go show yourself to the priests. So it's interesting that Jesus says that because he could have healed them at this moment, but just a little insight here. Um, one of the reasons that he was not doing this is because he's not wanting to cause a commotion, yeah. okay? And he's not wanting to, like, start up a whole, like, Jesus movement to make him king again. And so he's like, go show yourselves a priest, you know, and da 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 But he knows, I'm going to take care of this as they go. Um, and it also, you know, uh, Jesus can work through a system. Don't think that always, you know, like um, he's going to blow up every system and, and blow up everything. Jesus can work through our systems, even, even if they're failed or even if they're like man-made. Jesus can work through our systems. And so uh, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, I think this is great, as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. So many things happen on the way in your life, you know, when you just start taking steps. Uh, a lot of times we don't move until God heals us, you know, or we feel like we don't want to move until God heals us. So we stay in the same spot wondering when God is going to fix our marriage or when God's going to fix this thing in our leadership bucket, when God is going to fix this relationship, when it's God, and I'm just going to stay here. And God's saying, actually, if you move, I'll do it as you go. As you take steps, I'll do it as you go. And so take steps before. So take steps as you're sick, and you'll be healed on the way. Take steps when it's not fixed yet. And so don't go to church when your marriage is healed. Go to church when your marriage is broken. You know, don't go, to, don't, don't go to connect group when you feel like you got a ton of friends around your life. Go to connect group when you feel so lonely and so by yourself. And on the way, God will do something in our life. And I just want to let you know, this has nothing to do with what I want to talk about. I'm just talking about um, okay, so as they went, <laughs> they were cleansed of their leprosy. And uh, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus. I, I, I want to talk about the comeback spirit. I, I want to talk about having a comeback spirit. 
I want to talk uh, for the next couple of minutes uh, for all of us leaders in the room and who are listening right now, how important it is for ourselves and for the people that we lead to have a comeback spirit. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, praise God, and he fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has, has healed you. Um, uh, this is an important, uh, it's, it's, it's not just important. It is, uh, this is a have to in your spirit to have this comeback spirit, meaning that uh, if, if we don't uh, have this in ourselves, we won't ever see it in the people that we lead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is something that uh, as these 10 men were healed, something in one of them said, I've got to go back and I've got to be thankful. And I've got to be grateful. And, and I have to, do, and there's something on the inside of him. And so I want to talk uh, just for the next couple of minutes about the markers of the comeback spirit. Because this is something that we need to have marked in our own life and in others. The reason, first of all, that the nine didn't come back and this one came back, uh, one was a Samaritan, nine were Jews. So the, the inference here is that nine were entitled to healing and one didn't expect it. So some of us might be a little too entitled with some of the good things that are coming in your life and you feel like, well, this is expected. This, I'm me. I'm me. Of course God should do this. Uh, and it gets perverted to, now, there's nothing wrong with having expectation in your life. That's not what I'm talking about. That's actually faith, and that's actually really good. But when it gets perverted into entitlement to where you're like this uh, spoiled rich kid who's tapping their feet on the floor saying, when am I going to get this and this and this and this and this and this and this? And I can't believe I haven't got it yet. And when you do get it, you run away thinking, well, finally... See, this can sneak into your life to where all of a sudden the good things that are happening in your life, you don't come back and say, God, I don't know where I ever thought that I should have this in my life, but thank you so much. And I'm telling you, if you don't have gratefulness and thankfulness, permeating through every every part of your being. Don't get used to the house you live in. Don't get used to that you have uh, an energy bill that you've paid for. Don't get used to the car that you drive and don't get used to the clothes that you have and the running water that you have and the, that you were able to take a shower this morning and bless everybody with a sm nice smelling person instead of you know stinkiness. You know like don't get used to that. But we get used to it and we and we and we just walk away when God blesses us and we don't ever come back 
because we have too much entitlement sometimes that is snuck in to our soul. And so we come into a, a church like this and we're not thankful that the lights are on and we're not thankful that we have a staff that's around here that is praying for us. We're not thankful that we've got leaders that are praying for us. We're not thankful that we've had people that have gone before us so that we can actually come into the room. This is something of the comeback spirit that always just stops and says, whoa, I'm healed. I gotta go back. This is something that you have to have if you're leading a business. You've got to have this in the employees that you have. This is something that you want to have in, 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 your, in your team because you got to, you got to make sure that, hey, you, you come back and say, hey, this always wasn't here. This always wasn't like this. This always wasn't, you, you didn't see this and this and this and this and this. So we're thankful that we have this. Uh, this Samaritan... Uh, he, he understood, okay, so here's just a couple of things uh, that mark the comeback spirit. Uh, one, we just talked about it, they're not entitled. Two, being thankful is a reflex, not a reminder. I don't know if you've ever been to a birthday party for kids, but if you've ever watched kids open up presents, it's awesome because they get so excited about the present they are opening. But more often than not, parents have to remind their kid after they open up, go tell grandma thank you. Go tell da-da-da thank you. Go, go over there and thank and Now, usually they're on to the next one, right? They're on to the next present even before they even, and they've got to always be reminded, always be reminded. And I'm telling you, that, that is something that has, uh, something that we continually have to break in our life because there's sometimes we get presents from God and we're just on to the next one. Instead of reminding ourselves, whoa, I didn't deserve this. I do not deserve this. Some of us are, are, are issues in life right now. The, the problems that we're facing could be flipped in a moment if we understood that we should be thankful that we even have this problem. Wow. I'm thankful that I feel like I'm too busy wow. because that means I got something to do. That, that means there's something, that, that there's, there's God blessing in my life. That may, Stop ranting about the blessings that God has given you. Flip that thing, have a comeback spirit, and come back to Jesus and say, thank you, I'm healed. I don't know how this happened. I was alone. I was beside myself. There was no answers, no doctors. Nobody could fix this except you, and you fixed me. Thankful is, it's just got to be a reflex. God, help me to have a reflex of this thankful heart, this comeback spirit that I'm always coming back. I'm thankful for my marriage. I'm thankful for my son who didn't want to eat his eggs this morning. And I'm like, man, come on. You got to eat something. And he just acting like I'm giving him poison. And, but I'm thankful that I have that fight this morning because that means I have a son. And that means God, God was uh, blessing me with somebody that I was praying for for over and over and over. See, this is 
the comeback spirit. Guys, this is how we lead. And if we lead like this, you will actually lead your teams to this. And so your teams will have this comeback spirit. So that on Sunday morning, when your teams come in Sunday, you, you don't have to look at them and say, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're here early. I know it's hard. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And you give them all these excuses. They actually come in and say, thank you that I can be a part of this team. I'm so grateful that I can be out front in those doors and put a smile on somebody's face. I'm so thankful that I can serve kids in such a way. I'm so thankful that I can be here at six uh, getting worship together so that when people walk in the room with a bunch of junk on their shoulders, I've already prepared a place for them to worship. I am thankful that I get to be a part of this part. We need the comeback spirit. All of us need this. And so many issues are destroyed when you're thankful and when you're grateful. I, I love what he did too. It, it's a, the, uh, he comes and he says, praise God, and he fell to the ground at Jesus' feet. Thanking him for what he's done. Comeback spirit always, always is a worshipful spirit. You don't have to convince them to worship. I'm reminded of that story that Jesus, uh, of Jesus and the woman that came with that big uh, jar of perfume. And broke it and everybody's, oh, you could have sold that, could have made that. And, and Jesus said, no, no, no. See, this is the thing. When you're forgiven much, you, you love much. Yeah. And so I would also say when you're forgiven much, you worship much. So if you're stoic during a worship service, maybe you've forgotten how much God has forgiven you. If, if you got your hands by your side and you're just waiting for the singing to get done, maybe you've forgotten that God pulled you out of a deep, dark pit. Maybe you just got too entitled. Maybe you thought that this is something that, that has always been a part of your life, and so God is really not even a part of your salvation. It's actually you who saved yourself. And so because of that, you're just sitting in a service, and, you're, and because you're not worshiping your name, you're not going to worship anybody. And so you just shut your mouth and put your hands to your side, and all of a sudden you've forgotten that it's God who has given you the breath that you breathe right now, that it's God that has given you the moment, that it given you the ability even to walk in these doors, that it is God who woke you up this morning. It is God who is the one who gave you another day. It is God who has done all of this stuff, and if he never did one more thing in my life, I can worship him forever for what he has already done done. And so you're not going to catch me in a service sitting there just thinking, well, this is no big deal. And you're not going to catch me every morning when I wake up and spend time with God, not opening up my mouth and being so grateful and so thankful that God gave me a chance when I shouldn't have had a chance. And God gave me a 50th chance when I shouldn't have had a chance. And God brought me someplace that I never deserved. And God has me here speaking on a microphone that I never should have been speaking at. And God has had me teaching other people that I never, ever built this platform for myself. This is God that put me here. And so I, I'm trying to get this comeback spirit into my worship over and over. Um, uh, another thing 
is they don't let where, they're go- where they are going erase where they have come from. The comeback spirit. They don't let where they're going erase where they've come from. Because it takes time to be thankful. Some, some of us are so driven about what we need to accomplish and where we need to be that we've forgotten where we've come from. And all these other nine are running to their next. I'm healed. Now I get to do this, 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 this. And one stopped. Said, I'm not doing anything before I come back. And I worship. And I'm thankful. And I'm grateful. And I'm honoring of the position that Jesus has given me. And I'm honoring of the healing that Jesus has given me. Don't get so enamored with where you need to be in the future that you forget of how far God has brought you. And you don't go back. I mean, some of us, we only remember, we only remember things that are really painful and hurtful. And so we're constantly trying to say, God, I just want to, I want to forget that. I want to, I want to, I don't want to go back there. I want to look forward. And all that stuff is great. I think um, always believing that the best is yet to come. Yes, that is faith. That's what you should have. But also remember the times that God has brought you from so many things. Remember the moments where you felt like I'm never going to be anything. Remember the moments where you felt like this depression is going to sink and eat me up. Remember the moment when anxiety ruled your life. Remember the moment when you felt like bitterness was only going to be the thing that's going to come out of your mouth. Remember the moment when anger was the only way that you knew how to talk to people. Remember the moment when unforgiveness was the only thing on your mind. Remember the moment when peace never felt like it was a part of your story. Remember the moment when you never felt like you could have real joy. Remember the moment when you felt like love was never going to be something that was given to you. These are the moments we've got to come back to and say, God, thank you that you did this in my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the stress that you feel and the stuff that you feel like it's just going to pound you into the ground starts to dissipate real quick when you get a comeback spirit because you're like thankful, 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 grateful, 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 thankful, thankful, thankful. And all of a sudden, all in your spirit is lifted and you just feel like, wow, I don't know. Things haven't even changed in my life, but my spirit has changed. My spirit has changed. And now all of a sudden the things that felt like they've clouded me and, 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 and felt like they're running me, I, I just I don't feel them. It's hard. They're still there. They're just not running my spirit. So there's moments as a pastor, there, there are moments where people have come into our church and have talked to Jess and I right in the face and said, we're, we're behind you a thousand percent. We are with you. And then have walked out that door. And sometimes walked out that door spouting off mean things. So, so how do you constantly keep an open spirit and an open heart to new people that are coming in the doors 
instead of thinking, oh, here we go again. How, how do you do that? Well, I have to, and Jess has to, have a comeback spirit where we keep coming back to Jesus and saying, thank you for this. Thank you for this. Thank you for this. Thank you for, thank you, God. I'm just, even this morning, I was saying, thank you, God, for that moment when uh, when the bank called uh, our church. This is when we started in just a couple of years, uh, uh, when Jess and I just started. Thank you when that bank called and said, hey, we got to figure something out. Otherwise, we're going to have to do something with this loan. And I'm thinking, well, the doors aren't going to be able to be open anymore. Thank you that God miraculously changed the bank's heart to forgive us of hundreds of thousands of dollars of loan and have a guy come and buy some of our land so can make this thing work right. And all and, and now, th- now this guy that bought all this land, you know, he's trying to sell it now, right now, again. And I was thinking, just the other day, I was thinking, I wonder if God just moved on his heart to buy the land because we needed it to be bought. When it needed to be bought. God, thank you. Because those are miracles. God, thank you that, that, wow, look at what you've done in the, in the middle of a pandemic. God, thank you for these stories that are coming through of, of marriages being restored and of people walking out feeling like chains have been broken off. The, God, thank you. And so you start doing this. And for me, I, I, I've got to constantly do this because then all of a sudden, all of these things that felt like they were crushing me don't feel like they're crushing me anymore. I walk around lighter because I have a comeback spirit. Instead of just running to the next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. God, heal me quick. I mean, okay, let's go this, you know. And all of a sudden, God becomes a genie, not your God. <clears throat> the last thing that Jesus said to him, he said, stand up, go, your faith has healed you. The comeback spirit is full of faith. Because when you're grateful and you're thankful of the good that you're experiencing, you realize that the good you're experiencing is not of your own hand. And so when you realize that, um, it starts building faith in your heart more and more and more because you realize, I, I don't have to arrange all the cards the right way. I'm not in charge of this. I don't have to make all the right decisions. I don't have to do all the right things. I don't have to have this and this and this and this and this. Because in that moment, then you realize, oh, sorry, somebody's at the door right there. Um, at that moment, you start having that faith inside of you to where you feel, okay, if God did this back then, come on, right? If God did it back then, He's going to do it right now. And if God's going to do it right now, he's going to do it in the future. And so it just feel, it just fills your heart with faith and faith and faith. So I, I would encourage all of us, let's come back. Like just, I mean, re, re, just make a journal of things that you're thankful for. Make a journal of things that you're grateful for. Read that puppy every single day. 
Cultivate a, a, a heart of, of gratitude. Cultivate a heart, that comeback spirit, and then teach the people you lead how to be grateful, how to be thankful, and put that in front of them over and over and over again. Because it's not just like, oh, you need to be thankful, you need to be grateful. This is, this is actually the secret on how to not be stressed. You want to you want to you want to kick stress in the butt? Don't take a pill. Start being grateful and thankful. I'm not against medication. Just so you know, you can take all of that stuff. It's awesome. I'm just saying. So many times, we're not treating a spiritual problem with a spiritual solution. And so, I'm telling myself. Ben, you feel stressed. Ben, you feel overwhelmed. Ben, you feel not at peace. You better come back. And every time I come back, you know, every single time I come back, I feel better. Every time I come back, my heart is lighter. Every time I come back, my spirit is the right spirit. Every time I come back, I lead the right way. Every time I come back, I'm not grumpy. Every time I come back, I'm not uh, yelling at people that I don't need to yell at. Every time I come back, I'm not having all those inside conversations in my mind of what I should have said to that person. Every time I come back, that stuff goes out the window. Every time I come back, I'm easily, uh, I'm more easy to forgive, I'm more easy to give grace, I'm more easy to say the things that Jesus would want me to say every time I come back. So I'm, I'm praying for our church, and I'm praying for me, and I'm praying for all of our leaders that we can cultivate a comeback spirit. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.